You're listening to Cut Time from the Berkeley Music Business Journal. On today's episode, we have artist Sum Hoodlum talking to us about the industry and some of his experiences. My name is uh, Adam, and my artist's name is Sum Hoodlum. I'm an animator, graphic artist, illustrator based out of LA, and now I am in beautiful Boston for the first time, uh, just hanging out. Yeah. Do you want your name up? Everyone wants to know my last name, but it's like it's boring. You know? no, it's yeah, like, you I just want to make the art famous. I want to make the mm-hmm. art style popular. Um, and, you know, pretty much what? Like, what could I contribute to the world? I just want every picture to be cool. I want, I want you to, like, follow me and be like, oh, every picture is going to be an illustrated, fun, play on words mm-hmm. about with the, the cool millennials, you know, and the, trying to get to the Zoomers now, you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, nice. yeah. So the name is from Xbox Live Halo 1, and it was like a continuation of the sentence. You know, it was like you were killed by, like, a speeding bullet or, like, a grandma ran you over. So you were killed by, like, some hoodlum. It kind of continued. Instead of, like, you were killed by, I like basketball, 395, 420. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of, like, felt like a fun continuation. And for some reason, no one had it on Instagram or anything. I just, like, copped it all, and I was like, damn, I got lucky. Mm -hmm. Starting to do art, was that something you always did? How did yeah. you, you know, and did you study it in school? Okay, so I um, I was homeschooled my whole life, so it was very interesting mm. to do from? that. I'm from Indiana, so okay. I'm like, Midwestern there's Park. nothing to do there except, like, listen to Linkin Park and be, like, <laughs> mad. Um, and luckily my neighbor had that because I had an album that he could give me because, like, I wasn't really allowed to have, like, you know, epic content like Linkin Park. <laughs> Uh, so I would draw a lot of video game characters, and I was okay, but I was never classically trained. Mm-hmm. Um, so now looking back, I was like, man, I could have been so much better if I just had some kind of guidance. But I was drawing my whole life, and then I went to school for product design. I wanted to work for, like, Nike and make shoes. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I've been doing this for a while Um and I felt overqualified to do some of them. Like some of them is like something I do with my eyes closed, not even as a flex, just in a sense of I think that's how you make your best art when you're like, when you're overqualified to do it. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Um, where everything, if I'm over my and over my head, it's not going to be a good artistic, mm-hmm. you know, in, endeavor, so. Yeah, it's a really good Leading into music, when, I mean, of course, your your art does reflect a lot of pop culture. Duh, music is yes. part of that. When did you start to get so involved with the music industry? Yeah, well, it was very scientific, mm-hmm. it, it seemed. You know, uh, the problem, you know, what we talked about earlier at, at the talk here um, at Berkeley was uh, problem solving. And the mm-hmm. problem that I created, uh, you know, the problem that I kind of thought about was, okay, well, I'm in Indiana. I want to be in the music industry. I want to be in L.A. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, the way I got you know, initiated into the music industry was by me providing content for people that they didn't normally have. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there was a music industry podcast called Tall Tales, um, run by uh, Them Jeans. Uh, his real name's Jason Stewart. Shout out. He's a really well-connected guy. Um, and every week, he would post um, a picture of, like, him and his guest, like, literally on, like, a MacBook, uh, you know, um, you know, photo booth situation. Mm-hmm. And... I would just start drawing them every week with or without his permission. And then all of a sudden he started to be like, okay, if this kid's just going to keep doing this, may as well send it to him beforehand. And then he started doing that. Mm -hmm. So after that, 
um, you know, I had a bunch of people like freaking Diplo, like all these people starting to follow me. And I was like, oh, F, like because they saw, you know, I, I made a few funny Instagram posts, but I didn't really unlock like the code mm -hmm. of it. Um, it was crazy. Like those big people followed me very early on, which is epic. I don't even know why they did. But then someone sent me a meme of like Ariana Grande as like an Ariana Grande Frappuccino. And I was like, oh, word, like a pun. Okay, that's easy. I like that. That's, e again, easy. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. So I started just thinking more. I was like, there's more of those out there. So then that's kind of where my page became that. And then that's kind of how people started becoming a fan. And again, that's how the music industry kind of was like, oh, like some of them is like a thing. It's like, mm -hmm. this is a thing that's not going anywhere. Then I started working with Selection. And right. again, but the whole theory behind it was like, I wanted, you know, again, now since my content is so, I would say, not boring, just non-controversial, everyone, it's agreeable. Mm -hmm. So now everyone still is engaged, that have been engaged for a very long time, yeah. and I love that. Super so that's how I, and that's kind of, so that was my model of like, I drew portraits, I had, I drew over like 700 portraits of people, um, anyone, whether that be, if they're in the music industry, that'd be better, but if they're like, you know, an, in, an influencer, if they had a thousand followers, I would draw them. So that's kind of how I got my numbers up, which again, your numbers mean more than a degree at this point on yeah. social media. Uh, and, you know, so then I popularized that style and then artists, I, I worked for them for free at first when they would ask me because, you know, I was still coming up. But then eventually I started to get paid and, and you know, it, that the switch flipped and uh, it was a good time, you know, that now I am where I am. So it's great. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that young artists of all sorts struggle with is figuring out how to manage social media and it sounds like you it was very like natural for you almost I thought about it know. first you did I thought about it first and I thought about okay yeah sure you know in Indiana I wanted to be a DJ I wanted to be a producer whatever whatever we all want to be you know how epic you know how epic is playing how epic is playing the main stage of ultra Aww. you know like it's pretty dope <laughs> but I realized that you know um People roll their eyes and they glaze over when you're like, I'm a musician. You're like, oh, another one, you know, yeah. another one. <laughs> yes, um, we do. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, so I was like, OK, you know what? My main priority is to be accepted as an L.A. creative. Mm -hmm. That was my. So then I because I analyzed, I was like, what do I really want? What's going to like make me feel a little more satisfied than I am in Indiana? And I was like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'd settle for that. And again, like I said, feeling overqualified. I was like, I know I could do that. Where the music thing was like, a, oh, I hope I can. Yeah. But the other thing of like being an LA creative, working behind the scenes, I was like, oh, that's gonna be so easy. Yeah. So then I just, so again, I kind of lowered my expectations to then raise the quality of work that I did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like trying to like, it'd be like trying to like be like a freaking, you know, trying to do this crazy thing when you could just be freaking marshmallow. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like trying to be flying lotus, just kind of, you know, just just kind of just chill, just like you know. Right. You know, there's there's only one of Flying Lotus. There's a lot of marshmallows, you know. So that's the way I view my art is like, yeah. you know, anyways, yeah. Well, and it's a super popular style. Yeah. Yeah. It's just agreeable. Uh, yeah. th th you know what I mean? Like, it's and I think, modern, you know. yeah, it's fun. It's, it's just cool. fun. The way I view it is like when I'm 50 and I can retire, that's the that's the art. That's the art for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to I wanna live a nice life for myself. Yeah. And so I do what I do, you know? Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. I'm pretty curious about just how you've met a lot of people and how your relationships go just because I don't know art and music and a lot of it's just relationship based and do you have people who are your homies that yeah you, that you like to work with or well yeah okay I try to say my kind of slogan in LA is don't fall in with someone so then you can't fall out with them 
You know what I mean? Keeping relationships, um, you know, business is business at this point for me. You know, and working with people. I have people that I like working with, of course, if they hit me back up. But it's not like music, where, like, music is like, hey, you want to get in the studio and be creative. It's very just point A, point B for me. Mm -hmm. Um... But I would say keep your friends close that you, like, care about regardless of what field they're in. Like, I didn't meet 21 Savage, like, when I did his artwork. I'm, I ran into him at Coachella, no, at Coachella, at Lollapalooza, and no, like, right after I did the cover. And that was very interesting. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should, probably shouldn't meet rappers anymore. They're kind of, it wasn't, it was a very interesting story, a very crazy, yeah. crazy stuff went down. I think it's because I was anonymous and they didn't really know. Yeah. They didn't really get. They're like, no way, no way. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, what's up, guys? Like, so, so again, so that's when I kind of realized. I was like, you know what? Being, you know, being kind of away from it all is great. Yeah. Like, I want normal friends. I want normal collaborators. Totally. Like when I did the Old Town Road video, you know, I I didn't try to hit up the best people in the world. It was like it felt like you know a rag. It felt like a freaking movie. It felt like a ragtag group of kids that shouldn't be doing this. You know, that were all funky and had their own way of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's this girl who normally drew like anime art, and I taught her my style really quick. And she had this, she had this like ten year old gateway computer, and we just and she just figured it out. And I was yeah. like, that's great. You know, I I didn't want like I didn't care about the cool people or right. whatever. I just was like, I I wanted, and and we all got along, and it was great. As a creative person. How do you keep getting inspired? For me, it's very scientific. I keep saying scientific, but it's a very like straightforward process the way that I create art because it's like I look at a trend that's happening and I'm like, how can I flip this in the some of them way? Well, there's this, I'll, I'll give you an example. Oh, excuse me. There's this new trend going around. Everyone's saying vibe check. You know what I mean? Everyone's like vibe check is very yeah. funny. So I want to do, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to make it. Actually, I need a, you know, you guys are my focus group and I'll do that actually. I'll like come up with an idea and I'll like focus group it out yeah. to people. And that's, and, and then that's how I get inspired. If people are like, oh, like if I can just type in a word, like my notes are full of just like, right. that's how I think about things. It's like, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot like rap, because, like, rappers are like, yo, I'm sweet like candy. It's like, that's how, and then I, I could draw them like candy. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, so I, it, it does work out very great with the way I do things, but the vibe check thing, I want to make a hand holding, like, a check, like, a, a physical, like, a money check, and, like, make it, like, vibe check. Yeah. Somehow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, somehow yeah. do it. So, again, that's literally, that's literally the process that I'm talking about, um, you know, so... Um, I would really just say it's like as passionate as I want to be is the more inspired I can be. But like say like if a new song like here I'll go let's go on Google like let's go let's find a new track that's popular right now. Um, oh frick I just updated this. Uh, but let's look at hang on this is going to be fun. This is actually going to be very interesting. Um, so let's look at the USA top 100 so highest in the room travis scott you know what i mean so like i'm trying to think like honestly i need to think of something for that so i may go into the lyrics and i may see if i can flip something in the lyrics you know or um i'm trying to think Yeah, yeah, I, oh yeah, I saw that. It's, it's like Subway. Yeah, it's, like Subway. <laughs> it's like that is funny though. So I guess when you're like high, when you're like high, you order food. I think is that the logic, perhaps. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's a, I don't know. That's a creative way of yeah yeah exactly well yeah and again so i literally looked on the charts and you know i saw the lizzo truth hurts song and then like I, you know i just took a dna test and then i was like oh word a dna test like is that like a, a physical object and then i was like oh it kind of is and then yeah. i like made a hand holding it you know so again it's very mathematical it yeah. really is it's literally look on the billboard top 100 
If you, it, like that's when I'm having a bad week. If I'm like, if I can't think of something else, right. but normally those are the ones that people like the most. Yeah. Go figure. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's too easy sometimes. Yeah. It literally, like, I make, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And my brother's like, watch, it's going to do really well. And <laughs> really, it does. You know so what funny. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you balance that? Because I, I study songwriting and I mm -hmm. have experienced similar things where you're like writing over a beat, very constricting, blah, 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 blah. And then it turns out everybody's like, oh, yeah, my God, this is so catchy. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but this. People are dum-dums. That's all I can say, man. Yeah. People are dum-dums. Um, and, and getting in your own head and, yeah. and becoming, having, a, you know, it's like, it's, it's restricting yourself. You know Very what much. I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's giving yourself a time limit and being like, I got to go. I got to do this. Boom, boom, boom. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because yeah. I've met so many, I know so many good musicians that get in their own head and they never put anything out. Because, they are the worst. Yep. And I'm like, bruh. Uh, steal your favorite bass line, make some cool sound design, and you're done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sorry, that's how the best songs are made. Um, and I would say with art as well, it's like bang, bang it out, bang it out. Because especially, again, all the best art's already been made. Look at the 1700s. Look at, like, freaking whatever, Picasso. I mean, right. Andy Warhol was the last true artist, and I hate that everyone talks about Andy Warhol. I'm just like, everyone's like, are you the next Warhol? Like, not me, but people are like, they're like, like I'll, t I'll yeah, sit down, I'll, I'll sit down, I'll sit down with another visual artist. And they're like, yeah, I want to be the next Andy. I'm like, why? What is that goal? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're just going to be an aloof artist that doesn't follow deadlines. Epic. Good for yeah. you. So anyways. Um, That's a great answer to that because yeah. like a lot of great people have that struggle. Yes, of being like too elitist for their own good. Yeah. Look at the against the clock. Like, what is that? Fact mag on YouTube. Yeah, they do the against the clock. It's great. Those are, those it's great. Awesome it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a definitely like a producer thing, but I think songwriters have done it as well. Or like producers that also songwrite. They're like, yeah. they like you know do a little vocal phrase or whatever. But um, yeah, limiting yourself is really good. Um, and I've even seen that good producers will do that. They'll make their own sample packs and then only use those. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which keeps your sound unique. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was talking. I was talking to the the kids at the class earlier. I was telling them they should make sample packs of whatever they do. If you're a piano player or or, or singer, I was saying because like how I became popular was my um, the way I became popular was I was sliding the DMs of people, you know. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, how can I like help a musician think that way? Yeah. And I was like, make melody loops. Like if you're a singer or a songwriter, just make a bunch of stuff. Right. And then just keep sending it to people on sound with a SoundCloud link and it's download enabled and just be like, I don't and, and don't think about money. Don't think about even credit. If right. you can get them to think that you're dope, 90 percent of the time, people are good people. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the horror stories that you hear from the music industry or from is that like you're going to get effed over. Nope, you won't. You're yeah. not. You're like, you're really not. And if you are and if you are like. I, that's life, baby. I'm sorry. I don't right. know. Like you get screwed over at your job. Like you, so, you're gonna get screwed. Yeah, over, you know what job. I mean? Like, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So protect. Because like, like, again, the people want like protecting. They're like, please, like protect your music, intellectual property. I'm like the other way around, baby. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like no, people steal. It. People have stole. Like there's whole Instagrams that steal my art style and, and steal jobs from me. You know I was what I mean? Say, I feel like you I, it doesn't matter. But again, I, I mean, I have to freaking meditate and go yeah. on a walk after yeah. I find stuff like that out. But now looking back, you're like, yeah, it's a freaking flex. Great. Dope. Someone exactly. stole me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as I'm still making money, right. I'm not mad. You know right. what I mean? But again, anyway, so that's my big advice to to anyone is is freaking send stuff out there and hope that someone uses it, you know? Yeah. So on that, on that kind of 
topic since we are the music business journal yeah it's always kind of a frowned upon subject but just yeah money how are you an organized person how do you keep yeah track i love that? i love the bad question i love like the gnarly questions yeah um so money um whew, it can get you know when you're a freelancer you know you gotta live outside of your means luckily old town road i'm good you know for a while now which is at freaking epic but um yeah doing taxes do your freaking taxes um if if it's over 10 grand or something like irs gets notified so like you're gonna get freaking boned i just learned that actually um but money wise i mean for me now man like you know um i'm starting to think about retirement and stuff like that you know um and because again, no, no one my age, especially in LA, is thinking that. There, you know what I mean. So I'm like, so again, I'm trying to overthink it. You know, I'm like, I want to do that. You know, um, retire when you're 50 and you can still walk on the that's the goal that is the goal so so yeah that's so yeah money is crazy you got to make sure that that you're good but again i would say you know i started some hoodlum and i lived at home you know and i didn't think about money for two years you know because if you can't make an impact on the internet if you can't make an impact on the internet um don't move to la or don't move to a big city because that's just going to make it worse that's going to make all your problems worse you're going to be working at mcdonald's and you're going to be like even more thirsty for this for this thing that you want really bad because there was a time yeah when i dropped out of school i drove all the way to la with my brother and i was like bro i see how this is going to go down i can like i can see how this is going to go down we're going to work normal jobs we're going to work normal jobs and it's never going to work out because we're going to be tired at the end of the day, and we're going to want to want to watch Netflix, and then three years later, you're going to say, "What is what's worth it? Yeah. Why do we do that?" Less Again, people out, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. So that's so. I'll leave it. I'll leave. It. We can end it on on a bad note. Uh, don't <laughs> move to the big city. No, uh, is, is, is it a good? Note? It is a good note. It's it's it's. I moved to and then and then I went back and I started some hoodlum. I didn't even start some hoodlum when I first tried to move out wow. to LA, and that. And then that's when it became clear. I said, I will come back to L.A. and I will be welcome. And I don't care what I do, frankly. Like, honestly, I don't care what it is. I want to provide a service that's unique and required Mm -hmm. in L.A. And then you become a piece of the puzzle that is irreplaceable. Well, thanks for tuning in to Cut Time. As always, information on future episodes can be found at mbj.org. Thanks. See you next time.